Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Bro Science Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Bordeaux. And welcome, welcome, welcome. This is it, guys. I finally made the decision to start doing podcasts. It's been something I've been talking about for a while now. And I've been trying to think about how am I going to do it. I can't afford it. I need all this equipment. I finally just said, screw it. I'm just going to record it on my phone, see how it goes. There's no reason in putting a lot of time and effort in this thing until I even figure out how I'm going to do it. So for now, I'm sitting in my garage recording on my iPhone, uh, trying to set up a back room in my house, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to bore you with all that shit. But uh, yeah, man, I've made some life changes, uh, new job, there's a baby on the way, super stoked about that. And uh, this podcast, it's just this, I've been wanting to talk, you know, get my thoughts out there. I don't really want to do a diary, uh, really got into podcasts the past year or so. Uh, so this is it, man. This is going to be it. It's a bro science podcast. Uh, there's no fact checking going on here. I'm going to talk about the crap I want to talk about. It's going to be boring to some people. Some people will listen to it. Some people won't. Uh, I'm into comedy, MMA, music, uh, just talking to people, man. I, I look forward to maybe getting a couple friends of mine to come in here and share some thoughts with me. Uh, and I mean, these aren't going to be pro podcasts. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. This, Like I said, this is the very first one. It's going to take some editing and figuring out how to play with this app uh, and just figure out how I want to, you know, discuss things with people and or even how I'm going to do recordings by myself or whatever. But what I decided to do for today was talk about UFC 226. And anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge MMA fan and... I wanted to just talk about what my predictions for this main card is going to be because it's International Fight Week in the UFC, which is a kind of a big deal. It's kind of like the Super Bowl of MMA, what have you, if you will. Uh, last night they had the Ultimate Fighter finale. Uh, Ultimate Fighter is kind of on the back nine of its TV reality series, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they had a guy that stood out that wasn't on the show, but was the main event. It was Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya. He's from Nigeria, I think, but he moved to New Zealand. So he's kind of like this big, tall. He's a uh, six foot four, 185 pounds in middleweight. Pretty big dude. I mean, he's real tall, lanky. Got good reach. Uh, I don't know. He he was just a tough, tough dude, and he he reminded me a lot of the way he moved of uh, you know some of the greats, Anderson Silva, John Jones, and this guy was moving like him. He was in there taunting. He came out kind of slow the first couple rounds. I thought you know round one or two, but he was. I think he was more trying to find his range. Uh, you know, measures distance, figure out how aggressive Brad Tavares, because Brad Tavares is a tough, tough vet, man, and Brad Tavares has been in the UFC 
for a while. I remember when he was on the Ultimate Fighter back in like, uh, I think it was 2010. Uh, anyway, Brad Tavares is a, is a fucking warrior, man. And this guy, Israel Adesanya, he, he went in there and he just beat the living shit out of this guy. And uh, it was impressive. I mean, he's throwing elbows, throwing... I remember he, he caught a caught a kick that uh, Tavares threw and threw a spinning back elbow. I mean, that's, that's classic John Jones-esque right there. And this guy hates uh, I, uh, what I've heard from... You know, listening to other MMA podcasts and stuff. Uh, I think uh, Jim Norton may have mentioned it on the UFC podcast. He hates being called or you know compared to John Jones and Anderson. So, which I I get. You want to kind of make your own name and your own path and whatever. But I mean, people are comparing you to two of the greatest mixed martial artists of all the time. And given their controversy, they have, you know, been caught with steroids, PEDs, whatever you want to call it. I and mean, they're both very controversial, but they're both two of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. And it's, it's crazy. And this guy's, like, moving like him. He's acting like him. He's, he's thro- throwing taunts like Anderson Silva used to do. Throwing, uh, you know, just crazy, unique outlandish strikes I mean, and then even when Tavares got him on the ground he was showing you know he's got submission defense uh, it seemed like he uh, I think I remembered him rolling out of a, a hill hook or knee bar or something one time uh, and he, he was throwing it up submissions too I mean he's throwing stuff on the ground this guy's takedown defense that's something I wanted to talk about it not only was his striking crazy, crazy unique. I mean, it, it, you could tell once he got warmed up, found his range, uh, you know, got loose in there. But what was crazy was the takedown defense that allowed him to stay on his feet and just keep tagging Tavares over and over and over again. It, every time he would shoot, he'd just stuff the takedown, stuff the takedown, stuff the takedown, roll out of it, you know. It was, it was just crazy. I mean, Tavares couldn't do shit there. You know, he, he had to be getting frustrated. And, it, I mean, he just – he he took it like a champ, man. I mean, he, Tavares was – he you know, he was giving it all he had. He's just – but what I don't want to see happen to this Israel Adesanya is he, he was unranked when he fought Tavares. Tavares was ranked eight. I don't want to see them throw him to the dogs like they do with every other young stud that they have, you know, they did it with Northcut. They did it with uh, uh, I can't even think of anybody else right now. I know that's that's a shitty example, but anyway, you get the picture. Um. Anyway, enough about him on the the main card for UFC 226. Been looking forward to this card for a while. Uh, unfortunately, Max Holloway was pulled from the card last minute. I don't know what's going on with Max, man. I mean, to me, it's average. If I'm an average Joe, Max Holloway's my favorite fighter. You know, I've bought tickets to the past three events to go watch him, and he's pulled out all three. He pulled out of the Frankie fight due to an injury, I think. 
he was removed from the Khabib fight, which I I do understand. Uh, you know, they were concerned with his weight cut or whatever. And but then now this fight, he somehow develops a concussion. I mean, and I haven't heard anything else about you know how he got this. I don't know if it was from sparring or you know if he walked into a lamp post during a press conference or yeah, I haven't heard anything else about it. I mean, there's been so much crazy stuff going on in the UFC lately. You never know. Tony Ferguson freaking tripped over a drop cord the day before the fight and they pulled him and put Max on there. I mean, this, this kind of world we're talking about here, but anyway, was super hyped about that fight. It's unfortunate. Maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll, they won't stretch it too far. I don't, I don't know how they're going to play that if he has a concussion now. I thought there was like a six-month concussion protocol suspension thing, but I don't know. Anyway, enough about that. On to the next one. So, on to these predictions. Let's see. I'm going to give you guys my picks. Look, man, this is the Bro Science Podcast. I have no expertise in this. I'm just a fan. Uh, I'm not really researching any of this stuff. Uh, I'm I'm not a martial artist. I'm not an MMA fighter. Uh, I, I've just I've been a fan since I don't know, oh three oh four. So I mean, I've been a long time, in, you know, watching the sport. I kind of know what's going on. But as far as you know, breaking this stuff down like a professional nah this is the bro science podcast we're gonna keep it real so anyway that being said uh for the first main event fight go con saki khalil roundtree uh i think i'm gonna go with khalil roundtree first round knockout uh khalil's got good power i've seen him stop guys before i can't remember who they were off the top of my head and the, i remember the last fight i saw with saki is he just seemed to it was almost like it was a lucky punch he was getting tagged he was getting lit up he was uh gassed he was back had his back against the cage and just threw a wild outlandish shot and uh i think he was fighting the silva uh, he he was just too aggressive. He was he was he was excited and got tagged, got dropped. So I'm taking Khalil first round knockout. Uh, next fight, Michael Chiesa and Anthony Pettis. I'm gonna take Mike on this. I know he came in overweight. Uh, I don't know if he just got caught up in media stuff. I haven't heard anything about it. But Mike's a, Mike's a pro. He just, I don't think he's ever missed weight before. Uh, I fig- I guess he figured what the hell, you know, Pettis has had his weight issues too. This is actually one of the first times he's made weight in a while, I think. Uh, I'm taking Mike second round submission. Uh, I just think, I think Pettis is on, on the back end of his career and this, this could push Mike forward and really, you know, push him to the next uh whatever's next for him. Uh 
Anyway, next fight, Paul Felder, Mike Perry. Man, this fight is is really intriguing. Mike Perry was supposed to fight Yancey Medeiros. Uh, two super game, you know, they like to brawl, throw haymaker kind of guys. Paul Felder is not that type of fighter, and he's also not a natural well, I would say he's not a natural welterweight. He's been fighting at lightweight his whole career, and he's stepping up to fight a dangerous, powerful dude in Mike Perry. Mike Perry likes to go out there and just bang with guys. Now, I know he just switched camps. Uh, I think he's at Jackson Winkle John now. So, he may be trying to act. You may see more technique from Mike, but I, I know he wants this win bad. He's a... Uh, 11 and 3 and I think his he may be on a two or three fight losing streak here so Mike wants to win bad uh I think he's on a two fight losing streak uh that's besides the point he wants to win uh I think Paul might have bit off a little more than he could chew here uh the last couple times he's tried to book fights they were scrapped too yeah I know he had one with I Quinta I went to step up the fight Khabib when that shit show went down uh, and Paul lost his fight on that one. And then I think he lost maybe one before that or one since then. So he's just, he's just, he saw an opportunity. He wants to get in there. You know, he's a super game dude, but I think he's, uh, he's making a mistake here. And now don't get me wrong. Paul, Paul Felder is a tall, big guy, uh, yeah, he fits into the. He's actually taller than Mike Perry, but uh, I, I think Mike's just gonna come in there and knock his head off. I and mean, he's like a caged up dog, man. If you ever seen this guy at the weigh-ins, he's he'll step up to people and go, <laughs> and he's literally trying to smell the fear off of him. He's <laughs> he's a cool dude, man. Uh, I'm taking Mike. Mm, I'll take Mike second round knockout uh I think Paul does a good job of staying away from the first round and then Mike just comes out and obliterates him uh next fight is actually the new co-main event being the Max Holloway and Brian Ortega fight got scrapped is Francis Ngannou Derek Lewis uh for those of you that don't know who Francis Ngannou is uh if you're new to MMA or don't know MMA at all, which uh, if you don't, you've been listening to this podcast for 15 minutes, and that's all I've been talking about pretty much. Uh, Francis Ngannou is a freak of nature. He's huge, huge guy. He's uh, 250 pounds, has an 83-inch reach, and I can't remember how tall he is. 6'4", 260. He's, he's just a, he's a freak of nature. I can't remember what he came in at this time. I know he has to cut weight to make the weight, the heavyweight limit, which so does Derek Lewis. But Francis Ngani was just a jack, jack, South African salt mine built like a freaking tank. Of a man, I mean, he's scary, scary looking dude. But we saw him get exposed in his last fight. 
Uh, he was on a tear there. He was an up-and-coming star. They threw. That was another guy that I was talking about earlier. Sage Northcutt, Francis Ngannou. They threw him into the mix too fast, man. They gave him the freaking heavyweight champion, Stipe. Which, at the time, I understand, nobody knew it was going to happen. We didn't know that Francis had any kind of holes in this game. But Stipe went out there with a singlet and headgear on and just wrestled his ass off. He just wrestled him for five rounds. And if Derek's got any kind of brain, he will wrestle his ass off. Who will come out there with a freaking, you know, Andre the Giant singlet on, boots on, you know, gorilla man going to jack this guy up. Savage, man. Uh... This is a tough fight to pick, man, because both these dudes have stupid power, and you just never know with these heavyweights. And uh, uh, I, I really don't think either one of these guys have the gas tank to really want to make it to the third round. Uh, I mean, nobody wants to get finished, but I think if we start getting to the third round, we're just going to see bombs getting thrown. They're not going to have the energy. Derek might. I don't think Francis will. But he went five rounds with Stipe, so you never know. I'm I'm rambling on here, I realize that. Uh, I'm taking Derek, man. I think he goes out there and uh, I think he I think he wrestles him. Uh, I don't think Derek takes a chance. I think he's a smart dude. He he knows that Nagano's got the power and he may not want to test his chin. Uh, if he beats this guy... It, it catapults him forward. And if he loses, it, it's, I mean, he's got, he'll have a road ahead of him. So th- I think he makes a smart decision here rather than the entertaining fight. And taking Derek by, man, I, I'll take Derek by decision. <clears throat> Just to quit rambling. <clears throat> On to the next one. The main event. Stipe Miocic, the heavyweight champion. The baddest man on the planet. Stipe has defended the heavyweight championship belt more than anyone else ever in the UFC. Ever. It's never been done. And this is just an average Joe guy. This is your everyday man. He's a firefighter in in Cleveland, I think. Uh, I know he's he's from Cleveland or from Ohio. Anyway, he's he's just your everyday average guy. I mean, he's a, a just a regular dude. The only difference in Stipe and a regular dude is that he's huge. He's two hundred and forty pounds and uh seventy six inches. What is that? I'm not good at math. Anyway. Uh, you guys can figure it out for those of you that are smart at math in your head. Uh, but he's fighting Daniel Cormier, and Daniel Cormier is probably pound for pound the best wrestler in the UFC, maybe other than Henry Cejudo, in my opinion. But like I said, I, I I don't this is bro science. Uh bro science alert. I gotta get like a uh a buzzer or something for that. Bro science. Uh anyway, uh 
Daniel is a super accomplished wrestler. Uh, he's an Olympic wrestler. Um, he's got crazy experience. He's never lost a heavyweight. Uh, he stepped down to light heavyweight. Pretty much cleaned out the division. Beat everybody not named John Jones. Uh, he was lost a decision to John. The first fight and the second fight, he got his clock clean. But John also tested for whatever. That's that's a story in itself. Um, so yeah, Daniel Cormier has literally wiped out the entire light heavyweight division. Uh, and now he's moving up to wipe out the heavyweight division. Which there's not a lot there to wipe out. Because Stipe's... Clean most of it out. Um, he's really the last. These are really the last two guys left in their divisions. And so the winner of this fight either moves on to fight Brock Lesnar if he comes back or John Jones if he comes back. I mean, there's really nobody else left for either one of these guys uh Anybody that they would be fighting in their own divisions or vice versa, I mean, they've either already faced or these guys are coming back for repeat title shots, whatever, what have you, yada, yada, yada. Um, man, it's it's hard to pick this fight because Stipe has stupid power and he's he's been, you know, almost every fight he's he's had the odds kind of stacked against him. It's like, oh, he, you know, he's never fought a guy with this kind of power. Oh, he's, we don't know what he's going to do against, you know, somebody that can move like, oh, well, he lost to this guy before. No, nah, uh, I mean, he's, he's shut everybody up. And he wants to shut everybody up on this one. I mean, it, you know, he, like I said, he's, he's defended the belt more times than anyone ever. In the heavyweight division. Um, but Daniel Cormier is hungry. And he doesn't have a lot. A lot of fights left in him. And. I I, I just think Daniel's wrestling gets it done. Um, I think that he's. Uh, I think he's. He puts too much pressure on Stipe. For him to be able to get a shot off. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. If he lands on Cormier... We've seen Cormier take shots before. Uh, Rumble jacked him. Jones has jacked him. Gustafson tagged him a couple times. I mean, he's He's been hit. He, we know he's got a chin. Uh, I mean, that, that, that kick from John... Caught him perfect on the top of the head. You know... Did it compromise him? I don't think so. I mean, Daniel's a sharp dude. Uh, he hadn't really been beat up like that, you know, throughout his career. But, uh, man, it's been a while since we've seen Stipe get back. I'm rambling again. I'm taking Daniel by decision. Uh, I think he's going to be the new heavyweight champ. And... We'll see what happens with John Jones from there. Uh, that's kind of the fight that I was hoping for. I want to. I want to see the trilogy against Daniel, and 
John. And I want to see, because I'm I'm a John Jones fan through and through. Uh, I know he's messed up, uh, you know, multiple times, had multiple chances, but he's such a talented fighter, man. He's so fun to watch. Um. And and everybody loves controversy, man. I mean, who who doesn't love some controversy? He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be as cool of a character. I mean, yeah, he'd be an awesome fighter. But everybody likes a controversial guy. Everybody likes the villain. The villains are always cooler, man. Um, I want to see John beat DC, and then I want to see John fight Brock. And ride off into the sunset with money in his pocket and be a wild man like he is. Uh, that's it, guys. I mean, that's it for this card. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, haven't really planned out how I'm going to end these podcasts. Uh, not sure when the next one will post. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, might try to have somebody on next time, see who I can dig up or who may listen to this one that may want to come on. Um, but yeah, that's it. This is going to be fun. If it stops being fun, then I'm going to stop doing it. Uh, I, I don't really expect anything to come out of this. Like I said, it's just supposed to be funny. I want to learn about people, you know, what their interests are, uh, share my interests with the public. This is just going to be me talking. So if I sound crazy or you don't like the sound of my voice, this probably isn't going to be for you because I'm going to be me. And... That's all I got. So, yeah. Uh, See you guys next time. And thanks for tuning in.